in the slot at the bottom. Here's Stroud looking for his crossing route. Stroud on the move. Stroud delivers. Picked off. Intercepted. Verone McKinley. And that may do it. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. The Ohio State Buckeyes going down in that early time slot in week two on Saturday against Oregon. Big story uh, last week, but now we're taking a look at the card for week number three. BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. And uh, let's bring in Pamela Maldonado to help us with this college football card at Pamela M35 on Twitter, at Pamela M35, an analyst for Yahoo Sports, does terrific work on college. And uh, Pam, saw your tweet yesterday. I like entirely way too much <laughs> in college football this week. So uh, we've got to clear the way so you can talk about some of the stuff that you do love. Uh, but first two weeks overall, how's it been for you? Um, it's been really good. I've hit seven out of I've hit eight out of nine underdogs outright. So things are going smoothly. Um, week two, week three, it's kind of an awkward phase because you have teams who have played FCS teams. So you're trying to figure out how to analyze those games or you just like dismiss them entirely. But we have a couple of games, a couple of games we can look at a couple of weeks. So let's move forward to week three. Yeah, I can't wait. It's it's going to be a great week. But let's start with a big dog. I'm not sure if it's one of your 17 that you love or not, but what's your thought on Nebraska getting 22 and a half points against Oklahoma? Oklahoma bounced back last week, but we saw against Tulane. I mean, they, they barely could beat that team. It was a very close game when it probably shouldn't have been. Uh, Nebraska with Martinez, a quarterback, he's played pretty well, pretty officially in his first couple of weeks. Nebraska getting 22 and a half points. Are you on the side of the dog or do you think Oklahoma finally puts it all together against a real opponent? I'm on the over. I like the over on 61, which it hasn't actually moved, surprisingly. But Nebraska, they were a good fade in week one. They did me dirty last week. But quarterback Adrian Martinez, he's somebody that I I guess I haven't quite figured out yet. He is a one-man show for this Nebraska offense. And I think he alone can manage and get points up on the board against Oklahoma. As you can see, as a Longhorn, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Longhorn, but Oklahoma's defense is absolute garbage. They can allow... 31 points to anybody and they gave up 35 last week to the green wave 400 yards of total offense adrian martinez he's fully capable of doing that himself he's had 730 passing yards in two fbs games 10 yards per pass i think they can definitely put up 21 plus and you know that oklahoma's offense is going to score they're 28th in points per play and there's six in red zone attempts and six in red zone scores i like the over at 61 i think this is definitely hitting the 70s uh, Pam, we've got a, a game on Thursday, a couple on Friday, as always. Thursday, Ohio, Louis, and uh, Lafayette. And then we got UCF, Louisville. And then is there, yeah, Illinois takes on Maryland. Any of those three uh, among the 17 that you like? Um, I'm considering Maryland. I haven't bet it yet, but I'm considering Maryland on the road to uh, Illinois is seven and a half point favorites, but you have to look at the quarterback situation and Illinois, they just don't really have an offense right now. They're 75th in total, total offense, Maryland. They at least have a quarterback that can sling it 16th in total passing yards. And one of the things that I always look at is strength versus weakness. Illinois, they have a very susceptible, they have, they don't really have a good quarterback protection situation. And you have Maryland who has put up a few sacks this season. I think you have to go with a team that has kind of shown a little bit more consistency. Uh, they have two games where they're not only scoring points, but they're stopping their opponents. And I, Illinois, I just don't know what to think of them yet. They haven't really shown that they can, can be competitive with putting up points. I like Maryland to cover seven and a half on the road. 
Alabama, 14.5-point favorites at Florida. Dan Mullins has some success. His big dogs, his offense put up a lot of yards and points the last couple of years. Do you like the side of the dog here at home, Florida, or is this just don't overthink it? It's Alabama, and when Alabama's playing well, no one even comes close. What do you think? Alabama, Florida, 14.5 is the number right now. I think at this point you have to go with what you've seen, and it's Alabama minus 14.5 for me, which actually has gone down. The line opened at 15.5, so money is coming in on Florida. But what has Florida shown that they can do offensively? They're a run-first team this season after being pass-heavy for the last few years. And, I mean, Bryce Young, he's going to have himself a field day. He is 68th. The Gators, through two games, they rank 68th in opponent passing yards allowed, 73rd in opponent yards per pass. And the two games that they played against, the two teams, it was Florida Atlantic and South Florida. Bryce Young, he's going to have himself a field day. And on the other side of the field, other side of the ball, if you look at um, Emory Jones, he has a 5.4 passing average. He has just two passing touchdowns and four interceptions. I think this Alabama defense is going to eat him alive. And so we're, I'm not sure that they're going to be able to put up points and contend. I like Alabama on the road. This is BetQL Daily. Our guest, Pamela Maldonado, Yahoo Sports. Follow her on Twitter at Pamela M. 35. Uh, so you mentioned earlier, there's so many games that you like. Roll through, <laughs> through some of your favorites on Saturday. Go ahead. That, that's uh, The people are just looking for some winners. They don't care if it's a high-profile game or not. Nothing is finalized. I am still rolling through these. I usually don't make my final selections until game day morning. Um, but mm-hmm. one of the ones that I like is Michigan State, plus 6.5. Even put some on the money line, plus 200 against Miami. I'm not convinced that De'Ara Keene, maybe he's injured. Maybe he's never recovered from his 2020 injury season. Maybe he's just not the same quarterback that we thought he was when he was um, at Houston. But, I mean, the Spartans in the last year, they were a one-dimensional passing team with a good run defense. This year, they're a one-dimensional run team with a good run defense. Not much has changed about this, so you know what you're getting from Michigan State. And running back in Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Walker, he has five rushing scores and over 300 rushing yards. And the Hurricanes, they average only just 19 points per game, but they did play a tougher slate against of opponents playing uh, Alabama and Appalachian State. But the key here is going to be the pass rush versus the offensive line. Michigan State, they have six combined sacks, four versus Northwestern. And Keene, he's been sacked six times in two games. So I'm just not convinced that maybe he's not a good fit for this Miami offense, but something's not something's not good. He's not the same explosive quarterback that we are used to seeing, and I'm not sure this is the team, considering the pass rush, um, lack of quarterback protection, that he's going to bounce back in this spot. Pam, thoughts on Notre Dame this week? Notre Dame, eight-and-a-half-point home favorite over Purdue. Their defense has not looked good the first couple of weeks. When I looked at this game, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday when we kind of lined up the first, you know, the first thoughts on college football, 58 and a half is the over. I would not be surprised if, if this is a high scoring game. Do you trust Notre Dame here to uh, to win comfortably against Purdue or is this going to be a, another tight one? Um, I think this is, there's better games that on the board that you can choose from. There's games that you can stay away from, and Notre Dame is one of those teams. I wouldn't trust my money on them. I wouldn't trust my money uh, against them, but, I mean, it's a pass rush situation. The one thing that Notre Dame has going for them is that they have a solid pass rush, and Purdue has a very vulnerable quarterback protection. They're both passing teams. Neither of them can put up some defense. I would lean to the underdog, Purdue plus seven, only because Notre Dame, they haven't impressed. So until proven otherwise, fade seems like there's going to be a lot of points in that one, right? Like both Potentially, defense. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I would that's definitely lean, yeah, I would lean to the over on that one, especially as well. Sure. Um, only betters, I would say, are bring up Coastal Carolina on a weekly basis. And they're laying nearly a couple of touchdowns on the road mm-hmm. at a MAC team at Buffalo. Uh, it, 
are are you betting them on a regular basis? It the movement we've seen earlier in the week, it just seems like people are where's Coastal Carolina? I'm betting them until I lose with them. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad strategy. Um, last year, Coastal Carolina, they won so many games against the spread, but they were underdogs. This is the first year that they're ha- or seeing them where every game, they're not only favorites, but they're now double-digit favorites. I loved Coastal Carolina at 10.5, but the line is now 13.5. Huh. I got to see it proven first. I know Buffalo looked awful last week against Nebraska, but I mean, now they're coming back at home. You're seeing Coastal Carolina, a two-road favorite on the uh, – yeah, two – Two touchdown favorite on the road. I got to see it to believe it. Prove it to me that you can do it consistently. And then maybe I'll back them. Um, I don't see Coastal Carolina losing. But I also don't believe that Buffalo has the parts yet. They're not cohesive. They're kind of fumbling all over themselves. They're a running back team. And they couldn't run the ball last week. So until Buffalo proves otherwise, maybe they're a better home team. But I got to see both sides first. But I definitely Coastal Carolina is winning. I know that. Yeah, Pam, I saw you tweeted the updated Heisman odds the other day. Do you think there's any value? I mean, this moves so much. At the beginning of the season, one guy has a big game, another guy falls off, his team loses, we kind of forget about him. I mean, Bryce Young is the favorite right now, got off to a great start. Matt Corral's really jumped up. I mean, Matt Corral, you could have found his, found his odds a month ago so far down. Right. And now it's like, wow, he's you know he's got Lane Kiffin and he's going to have a big year. Do you see value in anyone uh, just off the first couple of weeks? I mean, I would love to say that Matt Corral is going to be the option, but the, I think the deciding game is going to be when Ole Miss faces Alabama. The winner of that game is likely going to be the one who's uh, not only in contention, but likely to take the Heisman. I think there's two names that aren't being talked about, and you have Florida backup quarterback in Anthony Richardson and UCLA's running back in Zach Charbonnet. Both of these players, Florida, they need to do a quarterback change absolutely for sure they have emory jones who i just mentioned earlier but anthony richardson i don't know if you have seen his stats he has a what a fifth of the passing attempts and the same yardage as emory jones he has the explosiveness he has the yardage and he's a dual threat he's a running back too he also leads the team in in rushing yards yet he only has he's not a running back he's a quarterback and yet he's the backup quarterback I think in this game, this is what I'm looking for. I'm going to look for in this game, if Anthony Richardson ends up not getting the start, that's unlikely to happen. Emory Jones, but if he gets pulled because they cannot catch up, you're going to likely be down. Florida, make the quarterback switch. Then I would like to take Anthony Richardson on a long shot to win. Um, UCLA's running back, Zach Charbonnet. Why is UCLA so good? Uh it's not because of the passing game right now. I love Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's a great quarterback, but he has 56% completion. And Zach Charbonnet is carrying this team on the ground game, and he's definitely being overlooked. All the attention is going to DTR. But I like Zach Charbonnet as a long shot. Matt Corral, I would love to take him, but I think right now the most likely candidate is still and will remain Bryce Young. Uh, very good. I So you think we're still so early in the season that if Anthony Richardson impresses and, and Florida's in the playoff picture at the end, like there's still enough time where he could step in, take over, dominate, becomes the big storyline, and then sways a lot of voters? Um, yeah, I definitely think so. I, yeah. Right now, there's not really worth anything to buy. Right now, Bryce Young is, what, 325. You could have grabbed mm-hmm. him at plus 1,000 preseason. So the value was lost. Is it most likely that Bryce Young and Alabama are in the playoffs? Yes. Is it most likely that they're in the top two? Absolutely. So for that alone, Bryce Young plus 325 still offers up some value, but I, we're still in week two. And I do believe that there is still going to be a quarterback change in Florida. At least I'm crossing my fingers. Why isn't he the starter is what I'm wondering. So I want to see if that makes any type of change. And then, I don't know, I really believe that he has the explosiveness, the power that he has 
what is keeping him on the bench? Mm. So hey, I'm, it, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I was just going to say in the national championship picture, we we know the four or five teams we talk about all the time, and a couple right. of them have some early losses. But is there someone outside? Of course, the Oregon uh, number gets cut a ton. And I, I think the other story of the other teams is Iowa and w- just the way they've demolished teams uh, so far this season. Is there, is there any value outside of the, the top five we always talk about, Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State, like Oregon, Iowa, or somebody else? I don't think so. I think you have to keep it simple when you're looking at Heisman odds. You're, there's three things that you should be looking at. Is this player putting up amazing stats? Is this team winning games? And is this team in a competitive conference? Iowa, they look fantastic, but you can't give a Heisman Trophy to the defense. <laughs> it's, a, it's a unit that is taking – who is – they have a whole bunch of turnovers. They're forcing interceptions. They're forcing fumbles. But the quarterback situation, uh, Spencer P- Petras, he's not necessarily a great – he's not doing anything to impress offensively. So they're going to probably be a winning team. They have a chance here, to, I think, to win the Big Ten title, which is uh, what I would be looking at for them to win the conference. But I wouldn't yeah. be looking at quarterbacks like that. Um, there's not a running back. There's not really anything offensively. They're top 75, top 80 in total offense. It is the defense that's winning games. So keep it simple. Look for the big numbers. And right now, those are the quarterbacks. And the two mentioned, the two uh, non-quarterbacks cha- that I mentioned. But as far as championship or, or getting into the playoff, um, those other teams, are, do you think that those teams have a shot? Oh, absolutely. I think Oregon uh, could surprise and end up in the college football playoff. Absolutely. Their schedule kind of sets up nicely for it. Iowa, I'm a little bit less convinced. Um, I'm not sure if Ohio State, they can still rebound (laughs) is the thing. And we haven't seen Ohio State in the situation before where they just completely looked disassembled last last weekend. So I need to see how they can kind of bounce back into that. And then maybe in a few weeks, they're kind of looking back similar to the Ohio State team that they used to be. Um, I would like for maybe an Iowa to win their conference. And then if you're looking at playoffs, I think Oregon has a shot. Um, But the same thing with them is they didn't really put up – the quarterback doesn't really have impressive numbers. He's top 40 in both passing yards and the top 50 in rushing yards. It was the defense that did a lot of things. It was a great pass rush, absolutely. But when it comes down to playoffs, what wins games and – Look at Alabama. They just absolutely exploded mm-hmm. off the field last year with an offense. And can an Alabama offense like that be stopped by an Iowa defense this year? That's kind of like the barrier. And then you also have like Oklahoma. What's their problem every year? They have no defense. defense. They have an explosive offense. But it's just the same. It's kind of finding that fine balance between. And I don't know. I still think it's definitely Alabama. I think that the longer shots are going to be Oregon and or Iowa. Uh, terrific information. Pamela Maldonado at Pamela M35 on Twitter. Find her work, yahoosports.com, yahoosports.com. Pam, best of luck with week three in college. Hope to do it again sometime soon, all right? Thanks, guys. Have a good day. There's Pamela Maldonado. Uh, Joe G, I love her uh, angle and the, the play on Michigan State. Yep. I, I mean, you, you, I was talking about that the other day, and she's she's on it. Like, D.R. King, this is not the D.R. King they were hoping to get. So Miami might be in for a rough season. He's just not that good. I mean, we could, we could slice it and dice it. He's just not that good right now. And that, that I like your play on that, too. All right, coming up next, Lightning Bets. So make sure you stick around via the Odyssey app, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron H. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.